everyone. Welcome into your weekly sports breakdown. I'm Asher, co-hosting alongside Jackson, and the NFC and AFC championships have just concluded, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, you know, I mean, stuff happens. Uh, yeah, and just, just as a preview, we're going to go over that, and then we have a special new segment for you guys today. So, Jackson, want to just give a little sneak peek of what that segment's going to be like? Yeah, so for this segment, we have, like, you know, crazy sports facts or crazy sports stories that we'd like to share, but in an interesting way. It's going to be two truths and a lie. So we have two rounds of this, and basically, for those of you who don't know what two truths and a lie is, it's pretty self-explanatory. One of us tells two truths, and the other one tells a lie. But the thing is, the, uh, the other person doesn't know... Which one is the truth and which one is the lie? They Jackson, have to guess. I think, I think you explained it incorrectly. I'm, no, I'm no. pretty sure I explained one it person's... correctly. One person. No, no, you said. You said one person tells two two truths and the other person tells. Oh, one my lie. bad, my bad. One person. Yes, says three, yeah, my bad. That's one person says three stories, two of which are true. The other person has to guess which one is not true. And if you get it, you get a point. Yeah. So I hope that was funny for those of you who know how true truths and a lie works that I explained it incorrectly. But anyway, um, yeah. Anyways, that's that's gonna be happening, and it's gonna be hopefully pretty fun. So yeah, can't wait for you guys to enjoy to enjoy that. But first of all, we have a. we have the NFC and AFC championship games to cover. We had Packers Bucks. We had um, we had Chiefs Bills and Jackson. I don't like to say this, but what happened with the um, NFC championship? Yeah, so the Bucks pulled off an upset against the Packers, and um, you know it was an interesting game because. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they both had, you know, who played better? It was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers played much better than Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers threw for three, almost 350 yards, 33 for 48 um, incompletions, three touchdowns and only one interception. Aaron Rodgers had a super, super good game. Tom Brady, on the other hand, he threw a lot of interceptions. He threw three picks. But then again, um, he still threw for 280 yards and three TDs. So he was good enough. Um, and, you know, this game, this game, the main difference maker, I'd say, um, probably, I think, played out on the defensive end, wouldn't you say, Asher? Yeah, I would have to narrow it, narrow it down to one guy specifically. Um, there were a lot of memes made about this, but... Seriously, number twenty on the Green Bay Packers. Um, not hey Siri. Um, seriously, um, the King. I've, I've, I don't know his King. first name, but I just remember he let in Kevin King. He let in like four touchdowns on the Bucks receivers. It was um, so the Bucks were facing fourth to three with twenty seconds left before halftime. They went for it, converted the first down, and then threw up a hail mary prayer. And it just so happened that this guy. Uh, Kevin King decided to let the Bucks um, streak runner, his, their, the Bucks fastest player, Scotty Miller, let him get past Kevin King on on a streak route, and then the the Bucks got seven extra points before 
before halftime, and you know, he was also the one that led in the Mike Evans touchdown to start the game. He was also the one that um, was involved in the that Leonard Fournette touchdown run, and I think if he did not mess up, the Packers would not have lost. That being said, there's so many things that go in to play to playing defense, and he was he was for the majority of the time playing against the Bucks' best receiver. So you have to give him some. Yeah, credit. well, I mean, he was. It's not like the same know. receiver burned him again and again and again. You know, if if it yeah, was, it was like each person, yeah, got if a it was a case of then, one yeah. guy just keeps on like getting burned over and over again by the opposing team's best receiver. Yeah. Okay, that's not so good. But, um, you know, he was trusted with um, with the toughest defensive job um, against, uh, you know, Chris Godwin. So, he was trusted with um, taking on uh, the best wide receiver on the Bucks and one of the better wide receivers in the league, for sure. And, you know what? Um, he actually didn't do any... He actually... It seemed that he contained Chris Godwin pretty well. He, um, he, when he was switched over, it didn't go too, too good when he was switched over to, you know, Mike Evans. But, you know, um, sometimes that's what you get for being the best cornerback on your team. Um, sometimes when you're playing. Well, no, no, I think Jair Alexander is actually better than him, but he did, it was a valiant effort. Yeah. And. Yeah. So, sorry, Kevin. Unfortunately, that wasn't good enough. Yeah. Although, uh, I mean, Green Bay, you gotta fire Matt Lafleur. I mean, he, he did you did you see that la- like the last the last um, three minutes of the game? It was so the Packers the Packers are down eight, right? And they have the ball. They need to score and get a two point conversion. They get to they get within the Bucks ten ten yard line. It's first and goal. They don't score. Second and goal. Don't score. Third and goal. Don't score. By the way, on third and goal, Aaron Rodgers probably should have run the ball instead of trying to zip it into Devontae Adams. He, he escaped out of the pocket and, and tried to, like, zip it and pass the double coverage to Devontae Adams where he had a running lane. I think he should have run for that. Maybe, like, maybe he would have gotten it, but he would have made it fourth and manageable instead of fourth and goal from the eight-yard line. That being said, when you have the league's best red zone offense at 80% touchdown, 80% uh, touchdown, Percentage that's a little redundant, but anyways, <laughs> the best red zone offense since the year two thousand, and it's fourth and goal. You're down by eight, right? If you go for it, you you either get the touchdown, um, in which case you go for two, and um, if you go for two and make it, then it's a tie game and great. That yeah. that's what you want. If you go for two and you miss it, you have to get a stop on defense. If you if you kick a field goal, however, now you're down by five. And you still need to get a stop, get the ball back, and score a touchdown. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. If you if you get a field goal, the Bucks get the ball on the 25-yard line. If you go for it, even if you miss, the Bucks take over within their if, own 10-yard yes, line. If the... There's every... I mean, literally... No one could have argued that they yes. go for a field. I have no idea yes. what Matt before was thinking there. Okay, if the Packers were, um, as opposed to being only eight points behind, if, okay, if they were six points behind, then that's a different story, because then they can tie it up with another field goal, right? 
But yeah. look, it doesn't make any difference between if you make a field goal, you still have to get a touchdown. It doesn't make any sense. You still have to yeah. make a touch, get a touchdown if you kick a field goal. Um, if you miss for a touchdown, it, there's no difference except if you make the field goal and you get another opportunity at a touchdown, you won't have to um, go for two points. You'll just have to go for um, for the one-point conversion. But, yeah, Asher's completely right. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it's not often that you yeah. see a coach choking um, in a game, but I guess that's kind of what happened here. So, you know, tough loss for the Packers, but then again, um, Tom Brady's teams are just – I can't say I was surprised. I can't say I was surprised. Yeah. Sorry there. Um, you ever swallow incorrectly and then you, like, need to cough? Oh, yeah, yeah. That? that happens to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. that has happened to me. Okay. <laughs> Any, anyway, um, yeah, but uh, – so va- valiant effort by the Green Bay Packers. And, I mean, play, I mean, Tom Brady is just – Something you know, else. He, I mean, some, he's something else. He's, th- this is something, I probably should have used this for our uh, Two Truths, One Lie segment later <laughs> today, but it is more likely in a given year for Tom Brady to make the Super Bowl than for Steph Curry to make a three-pointer. What? Tom Brady has now, Tom Brady has made 10 Super Bowls in his 21-year career. Oh, uh, yeah. That's about 47%. Okay. Uh, Stephen Curry has a 43% career okay, um, three-point average. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, uh, I thought you meant for Steph Curry to make a three for the whole entire year, and I was a little confused. But, okay, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah, I that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, no, that yeah, was interesting yeah. stat. Maybe if he breaks in, breaks in or, yeah, yeah, maybe what happened yeah. last year, I guess. Although I think he Terrible. still made three. No, he was wasn't he only sideline for Oh the no, whole he year? was sideline for the whole like year last year. Like but he still Oh no no no. No, that's No, no, he, he was sideline for the Steph whole Curry year. Was in and out. No, no, I'm pretty sure he played a couple games. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He played a couple games and then he broke his hand and then he was done, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. Back to the back to the Bucks Packers game. You know, just to wrap it up, I guess you don't bet against playoff Tom. Playoff Tom. And Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I mean, I didn't come up with it, but, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's going to mm-hmm. be super exciting. The um, the old goat against the baby goat. Nice. For the Super Bowl. Okay. So, um, I, I also didn't come up with that. Credit okay. To oh, nice. Okay. So. Uh, nice one, ESPN. Yeah. That was an interesting one. Yeah. But speaking of, speaking of baby goats, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are, you know, they put up 38 points, and... They did it in two and a half quarters, so that that's pretty good. And no one can stop them. So, you know, I mean, Buffalo Bills fans, I really thought they would have they would have won. After the first quarter, they were up 9 nothing, And then Patrick Mahomes just turns on the Jets, and the Chiefs turns are heading to the, the Super Jets. Bowl. Jackson, yes. any thoughts? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, in reference to the Jets, that didn't really make any sense. But whatever. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, sorry, Buffalo Bills fans, but um, you will have a fully functional folding table for at least another year, as I think Asher would yeah. say. Yeah, nice. So, um, uh, yeah, Buffalo Bills looking, you know, Buffalo didn't win this year. 
But I will say one thing. They have a lot of potential going forward. They have a young quarterback in Josh Allen who has his best years definitely ahead of him. And a top three wide receiver in the league. Um, You know, they just... They're a really good team. Their main issue this year was inconsistency. As As Josh Allen gets better, it's not gonna be as inconsistent. So, Browns fans, I know you didn't win this year, but just know that Bills fans. My bad, my Bills bad. fans. You, um, said you didn't win this year, but okay. um, like same thing for the Browns fans. Yes, but you know. but looking and they're pretty much yeah, the same look, situation. Looking forward, um, looking forward in the next few years, um, you guys, there's no team who I would bet on to win the Super Bowl more than you in five years. I'd say. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. So, but anyway, um, you know the Chiefs just outplayed the Bills at their own game. You know, the Bills the Bills um they yeah. didn't have a crazy scoring performance. In fact, they only scored 24 points. So that just goes to show the Bills um are a little inconsistent right now. And um and they had a uh well seven of their seven of their points were from um seven of their points were from what is it? Like garbage no. time and then seven of their points or six of their points because their kicker missed. Um, but six of their points were from a muffed fumble that they they yes. recovered that um, on a punt where they started in Kansas City's like five yard line or no it was like their two yeah. yard line or something like that. So they really, they did not play a very good game. Yeah. Um, especially against uh Kansas City defense. That's. I think they, they played a very solid game. It's just Kansas City was. Yeah. Unstoppable. Yeah, I guess it really it it sucks if you don't Kansas. live in. No, Missouri. actually, Kansas City is technically in Missouri, Missouri, but I think people in Kansas probably also. That, that's what I was saying. Uh, yeah, you're for Kansas City. Yeah, I guess if you live in Kansas, you're probably not smart enough to know that Kansas City's not. A that Kansas. was kind of offensive to people in. Oh, to that be... was very sorry. Mean to people in Kansas, Ash. I don't know. I, I don't think our podcast has reached out to what? Kansas. Spoiler alert: We don't live in Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Enough of Kansas. But anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yes. Enough about Kansas. Although President Trump, actually, or ex-President Trump, um, actually uh, messed that up. When they won last year, he was like, congrats to the great state of Kansas. Oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but anyway, um, you know, the the Chiefs, second quarter, had 21 points. You know, that's just, that's the Chiefs in a nutshell. They can get hot really, really quickly, and when they're on a roll, yeah. nothing, and absolutely nothing can stop them. Uh, you know, Tyreek Hill had a crazy, uh, you know, run-after-catch play. Um, they just have so many different weapons. Every single night, some somebody is going to have, you know, a crazy, some sort of, like, crazy 50-plus-yard catch or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was... Chiefs just really good. Yeah, if you look at their, um... Yeah, if you look at the stats in that game, the Chiefs, um... Tyreek... Wow. Okay. So, Mahomes threw for 325 yards and three touchdowns, zero interceptions, almost a perfect game. He also ran for five yards. Well, that's not that's not a new thing. But anyways, um, Tyreek Hill, nine catches, 172 reception, re- uh, receiving yards. Wow. Travis Kelsey, 13 receptions, 118 rushing yards, or er, rece- receiving yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. So... And McCole Hardman had a 50-yard jet sweep. 
Daryl Williams was pretty solid. Clyde Edwards Alaire didn't really do anything, and then they get Le'Veon Bell back, and no one's really gonna stop. Yeah, themselves. so you know, Tyreek Hill received for more yards than Lamar Jackson um through the other week, um, when he was eliminated. So yeah. Tyreek Hill, just a really, really good player. Um, so is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey um is you know, you have the best wide receiver, the best tight end, arguably the best wide receiver, the best tight end, and arguably the best quarterback in the league, and <laughs> your offense is going to be pretty good, pretty high scoring. And, you know, Kansas City defense, while it is not the, like, ph- phenomenal, they're not that bad either, you know? They're, um, they're, they're not yeah. like, uh, they're good enough. The Kansas City defense is good enough, and I don't think they get the attention that they deserve, in a way. Um, but anyway... Yeah, so this was just Kansas City ran yeah. away with it. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I think we're just lamenting that. Um, stay tuned because the Super Bowl is in two weeks and we are surely going to have tons of, tons of, tons of, tons of discussion yeah. about that. I'm just going to say it. I think the Bucks are going to win. I think Jackson's going to say the Chiefs. Yes. So, you just made it, you just made it e- very easy for me because I have to make up some points of the spread. Um, and I guess now I can do it. <laughs> okay. Without having to root for Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the... Uh, <laughs> we forgot to mention that. So, uh, I was 0-4 technically because I took the Bills and then the Packers d- d- broke my heart. So, Jackson was 2-2 because two two he took the Chiefs. Um, so, I am now 6-8 and eight, and he is now 8-6. and yeah. six. With only one week left, we have three. Um, we have three bets, um, bids, trackers, points, whatever you want to call it, that we can place in the thing. You can go two one. You can go three zero. But if if Jackson goes all in on someone and I go all in on the other side and I win, there's still a possibility. Or Jackson could just split it and take the um, non courageous way out and then win that win that way. But you know, yeah. But tell. anyway, um, and then uh, yeah, for the spread. Oh, do you want to? Yeah, so the, the spread, uh, spread. Asher is now okay. Um, winning. He's widened his lead on the spread. He was winning by one point last yes. week. This week, he's now winning by two because I stupidly put um put all your chips. Uh, in the that's actually not why I lost because you did that too. But I. Uh, yes, I should not have done that. That's a good point. If not for that, I actually... We would yeah. be tied right now. That's true. But, um, also, um, pa- um, Asher split it with the Packers, uh, Bucks game. I went Packers all in, and obviously the Packers lost. So, um, Asher did profit off of his heartbreak yep. a little bit. So, um... I said, I said it would be decided by a very close margin. It was a very close game. Not, not that close of a margin. It was Bucks by five. I thought it would be decided I did by not a think field goal or be so. And so, uh, Asher, good job. Yeah. You called it. But, mm-hmm. I think we should, I think we should recap some, some crucial sports events that are happening right now, and then get into yeah, our sure. new segment, right? Okay, so in the, uh, in the world of basketball, there's not really yeah, well, much news. We, I mean, we, the Nets are, we Nets made are our prediction, me and Asher. If, if you guys, if you guys, yeah. Yep, we we also we said it was like D's or F's, you know, for that Harden trade. That's what's yep. happening. Um, you know, you don't, you just can't take. I gave them, I gave them like a C because they, I said they I wanted said they to win gave now. Them a D minus. And so, if, <laughs> if you wanted to acquire C, yeah, I gave them a D minus. Yeah. I knew it wouldn't work. Um, 
James Harden, you officially, um... Well, why didn't you give them an F? Uh, because I thought that there was a slight and chance that James Harden would... If everything went... Best case scenario, James Harden would slightly improve their offense, and that's all that would happen. So that's why I didn't do it. Sure. Well, I mean, okay. D minus seven is the um, same thing, but whatever. Yeah. So, so, so that's mm-hmm. the NBA. Um, in the MMA world, I don't really follow the MMA world, but it's all over social media. Um, this guy named Conor McGregor, who's like a Irish steroid specimen, even though he's not that tall and he's not that tall. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyways, um, the the leprechaun got. Got kicked in the face and knocked out, so that happens. Nice. Okay. Um. I don't really think yeah. anybody cares about. I don't the even MMA, know the other guy. But whatever. I just... No, no. I think you'd be surprised with the viewership. I think a lot of MMA is kind of stupid in my um, opinion. But whatever. It's not yeah. a real. It's not a real but, sport. It's not a, at all. It's not a real sport. It's entertainment. It's not a real sport. Yeah. But anyways, NCAA. Um. No one really cares until March Madness because it's fun to do yeah. brackets and stuff like that. Um. UCLA is actually. 23rd in the nation. Yeah. So, there have been... It, maybe it's there have been some interesting. There's been some interesting stuff. Uh, the guy... I, I think a lot of you guys might know him. Mac McClung. Um, in high school, he was, like, yeah. the most... One of the I most no loved, like, guys in the nation. Because he had mixtapes. He crazy dumps, you know. Like, East Bay's in high school. It's pretty impressive, yeah. right? So, um, then, goes to Georgetown. Just, like, doesn't play. Doesn't do anything for two years. Transfers to Texas Tech. This year, he's getting, like, 20 points a game. One of the best players in college basketball. So, you know, I was actually very... I hadn't heard anything of him, and I was like, uh, he was he was athletic, good in high school, but he, he just, he's not good enough to go pro. And now, he's going up the... He's increasing his draft stock at a very high rate. Probably going to go in the first round of this year's draft. So, uh, I just wanted to talk about that. Well, there are only two rounds. Well, so. well yeah, I know, but still. still only two like, rounds. You know, it's still impressive from him basically people just writing him off to... Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, well... Yeah, no, I was gonna say about March Madness. Um, the last time that Duke, Kentucky, and North Carolina did not make the tournament was in 1961? Yeah, well, given... Or something given, like that. It was, it was a make the NCAA tournament, which is, it's pretty exclusive, but not super exclusive, and the fact that literally they get, these guys get so much talent on their rosters, it's not that crazy. As a matter of fact, oh, yeah, it's, it's, the Kentucky Wildcats this year. Yeah, like, no, no, but I think, I think it's, I think it's more insane that, that all three of them are slated to be out. Yes, in the exactly, yeah, so, so Kentucky really whiffed this year. Yeah, is, yeah. One in the Pac-12. Yeah, they, they whiffed this year, um, they people were saying they had the best recruiting class in the nation. Uh oh, they did not. Um, turns out that BJ Boston forgot how to score. Um, and basically all of their recruits were good in high school and can do absolutely nothing. Um, in college, whether it be they're not strong enough, they're not fast enough, they they all have that one weakness in their game that just doesn't allow them to excel. So that's why the Wildcats are at five and nine right now. Which you know, no offense to Coach Calipari, but Come on, like you're you have yeah. access to basically any player you want in the entire nation, and this is the best team you can put together. That that's that's not really acceptable. That should not happen. Um, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't want to try pronouncing that name, but Calipari, Coach Cal C no, A no. whatever whatever it is. Coach Coach, coach. I actually Coach Calipari is not Coach K, but okay. Oh right, yeah. I, I I'm sorry. I don't follow the March Madness coaches that. that you, okay, who is but Coach anyways, K? Anyways, I I think. Okay, but Duke. what's his name? This one is a hard one to pronounce, actually. If I, everybody knows it, but... Uh, oh, this is sad, Asher. Coach Kevchesky. Coach Kevchesky. It's Kev spelled Kev like K-R-Z... Like, K-R-Z-U-W-S-K-I. I don't know. It's a weird last name. That, that's, hey, that, that's why they call yeah, him Coach Yeah, I know, but, but you pronounce it wants to try. But whatever. Okay. Anyways, I think um, we spent enough time on just random stuff... Let's get into our main segment for today. Two truths, so, Ash, one lie. So, first? Okay, so we're going to be doing two rounds. If you get it correct, you get okay. a point or something. Usually we would do three, but we didn't have that much time, and we were just trying to think of something. Um, okay, so I'm going to say three things. One of them is a lie. The average golf ball has 336 divots, dimples, whatever you want to call them, little ridges. Okay. Um, okay, so that's one. In the sport of polo, you're not allowed to wear a blue and black striped shirt in honor of the great Adolfo Cambiasso, who was famous for his blue and black shirts. I could kind of assume um, that. Um, Jimmy Chitwood... I could kind of assume what? that, but go on. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Chitwood, the hero protagonist of the film Hoosiers, only has four lines in the entire okay. movie. Um... Now, let me go which through it. So, which is, which I right? love the movie The Hoosiers. I think it's a really great movie. I wouldn't call... Yeah. I, Jimmy Jimmy is the hero, but I wouldn't necessarily call him the protagonist. I'd say the coach is the protagonist. Uh, okay. But... Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. The coach, yeah, is, the main, main coach yeah. is the main character. Hero. Jimmy is the, yes. is the star but of the But Jimmy is a silent guy. Um, We only see him in a few scenes, actually, where first he's just, like, you know, shooting in the gym... Then he's like shooting in his yard. Then I think this is where his four lines come, where he like walks into like the town hall meeting, which is like for no reason at all, just focused on basketball. He's like, I think it's time for me to play some ball. And then everyone's like, yeah, right? Because they were having a town hall meeting about yeah. firing the coach, because I guess that requires. Uh, but think about it. All well, I mean, Indi yeah. Indiana basketball is huge. Like, it's crazy, but um, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But anyway, I I think that it actually is true. He's a very silent character. Um, okay. I mean that that's yes. a very believable. I, thing. I think very, that's believable. Well, it's astounding, but I'm trying to make them. Yes, astounding. yes. I think that I think that makes sense. Two, I get that. Yeah, I don't even know what the sport of polo is, but what I don't, it's the it's the one where you're on the horse. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. And Adolfo Camillo's okay. Like yeah, no. I believe that, but I do not believe that the average golf ball has 336 dimples, because if you look at a golf ball, it's not very large, the surface area isn't yeah. big, so the dimples would have to be really small, and you know, they're small, but they're not crazy small, you know, like... So you're locking it in, you're going uh, with it. No, so I'm saying that the average golf ball, that the average golf ball has three, 336 dimples, that's the lie, oh, that's the lie. right, right. That's yes, the lie, so you're locking it in, it's number one. So you would Matt, be wrong. What was it? Number two. Okay. Okay. You're not allowed to wear... So there is someone named Adolfo Cambioso. And I looked him up. 
he is like the consensus number one um, polo player in the world. Well, you, he he was like in the 1930s <laughs> or whatever. Um, and he he the profile picture did have him wearing a blue okay. and black shirt. But there, there's nothing that says he can't wear a blue and black shirt to play polo. I mean, I think about it. Right? It's like retiring a jersey. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> but it's it's I guess polo. Uh, yeah, true. It's like true. okay, all basketball players are not allowed to wear yellow in honor of the sun for giving us light. Right? It's like Okay, I thought you would have said yeah. a player, but whatever. Um Okay, oh, but okay. whatever. I don't I, there's no one yeah. that's like yellow. Yeah. No but the yellow. Jimmy I thing, know. I knew it. I okay. knew that, that was wrong. That that was correct. I knew that that was tr- true. Okay, now yeah. to mine. Okay. So mine, I should have looked his stuff up. But I did not have to look my stuff up. All of this stuff that I found okay. out came from memory. Okay? So, they're all NBA yeah. stories, by the way, too. Because those are the only things I really remember. But there's some pretty crazy ones. Okay. Well, that's why I looked them up. Because I didn't want to just be like oh, okay. NBA well, stories. You know what? Just, it's, it's impressive that I know these. So, it's interesting. Whatever. Okay. okay here. Just so, get, the first just get one to is... It. Just get to it. Spencer Haywood was once suspended for getting into an argument with his teammate about how a tape measure worked. During the NBA Finals, by the way, Marvin Barnes, okay. who... Okay, so there was an old league called the ABA. I'm sure many of you guys have heard of it. Basically, a rival league to the NBA trying to provide enough competition with the ABA... With the NBA... Um, to, like, merge with them eventually. Um, so, basically, but there was an old... And it was a very high-level competition. That's where Julius Irving first started playing, George Gerving, um, David Thompson, all these greats. That's where they were playing, right? So, it was very good league. Okay. Anyway, Marvin Barnes was one of the players there. He was one of the best players. He was also a little bit of an interesting guy. Um, and for one of their flights, I think they were flying from Syracuse to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, or not Fort Wayne, just like Indi- Indiana, somewhere in Indiana. And because of the time zone change, and because the flight was not very long, the flight was actually scheduled to land before it departed. Because of the time zone change. Okay. And Marvin Barnes so he- refused to get on the plane because he said he, that he wasn't going to go onto a time machine. <laughs> okay? Okay. So then... My final one is that everybody knows that Charles Barkley had a little bit of a weight problem. Sorry, Charles. Um, and one of his famous exploits was that he would order a full large-sized pizza every night in college after dinner and eat it every single night, right? Yes. After dinner. A less famous exploit is that he once was feeling hungry during a game. So he yeah. asked one of the people who you know like they, they they um like if you sit courtside i think like they like there are people like taking your order and like you know like they'll get you stuff from the food stands he asked one of those people to get him a pizza when he was sitting on the bench during a game so asher which one of these do you think <sighs> is a lie ah uh, jeez okay well, I was gonna say it was the third one because you had so many supporting details, and it just it just rolled off your tongue. It sounded like you just like knew it, and you were just like saying stuff about about Spencer Haywood and Marvin Barnes. But then, I mean, that sounds it sounds so realistic. Yeah, the Charles Barkley one. So I don't know, Spencer Haywood. I'm just being honest. Oh my god, Spencer Haywood is. <laughs> you you guys should look this guy up. Um. 
he, his story actually got a little sad, but he has some really funny stories. Um, in fact, after after Judgments, I'll tell you some funny stories. But oh, was that the guy that you were talking about? Yeah, that was I like about him once, I think. From like that that town, like oh that that guy. Yeah. You said we should do a thing on like that. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, I I, I thought it was familiar. Okay, um, a tape yes. measure. How a tape yes. measure works. And the Marvin Barnes would not get on a plane because it was scheduled to land before yes. it departed. Okay. I mean, I feel like they're all true. Well, that's what, that's uh, what I was thinking with your with your um, round one thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the point. And then I guess we both did it really well. Shoot. Um. Um. I'm I'm saying Charles Barkley is true. I'm saying Charles Barkley is the true one. I now I can't decide between ah uh, now I, now I've gotten myself into loose. I can't I can't think of. I mean, my gut was to go with the Charles Barkley one because he kind of like overplayed how he's like yeah. into pizza and stuff. Um, Spencer, I mean, I believe the Marvin Barnes one the most. Yes. <laughs> so I guess it's between Haywood and. Barkley for me, even though the the schedule playing before. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Charles Barkley. Tell, am you I correct, correct Asher? Barkley. That was a, that was a good one. Nice Got one. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer. Thanks. I mean, my gut told me to go oh, yeah, with Charles yeah. Barkley. So. so Spencer Haywood was actually um, suspended during the finals by his own team <laughs> for getting into an argument about yeah. how a teammate measure works with teammate Jim Jones and I don't know how this got to be a huge argument but it did and all of his teammates got so mad at him for this argument they're like you're bringing us down right that he drove off in like a fury from the practice and never came back to the team as a matter of fact there's an even crazier story that goes into this in which he had a friend who lived in Detroit who was a mobster he said a certified mobster and he hired him nice. to kill his coach. That suspended him, Paul Westhead, which is absolutely insane. And it turns out he wasn't really in his Jeez. right mind um, because he was just, like, really yeah. bad. But it's it's a true fact. It's a true fact. He actually did that. So, um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I have, a, I, have, I have one correct answer. You have zero. That, that's good. I have a lead going into the second one. If you get this wrong, uh-huh. I win. And that that's great, but um, I don't know what I'm winning. Maybe we could decide on like a punishment or a or a prize. Those are, those are two things. You can either have a reward for winning or a punishment for losing. In my opinion, I think the punishment for losing okay, sure. is better. Although when, the, when it's, What's when the it's only two people, it's kind of hard to do. Um, you have to you have to moo into the into the microphone for ten seconds, just like moo, just like that. All right. I don't know. Fair enough. What if we tie? Which is kind of a pretty big possibility here. Then, then it's a moo off. Whoever can move the longest wins. Maybe, maybe no we idea. just both escape um, it if we tie. Okay. Sure. Anyways, I think it's time for round two. Okay, I have a fresh set of truths and lies okay. for you, Jackson. Um, by the way, <clears throat> before we announce which one is is right, you you guys can play this game along with us and. Please comment, leave the review, you can just comment mm-hmm. down below. 
uh, whether you actually like got these correct or not because you know it'll be interesting you can scroll down and do the comments and that that thing but I'm done with the plug for the commenting now it's mm-hmm. time for round two um, my first thing in an NFL game it has never happened before but it is possible for the game to end in a score of six to one even though there is no one point you can get two points for a safety Three points for a field goal, six points for a touchdown, and then the extra point. So that that's that's the first one. Second one, in tennis, I've heard, I'm sure you've heard of the game tennis. If your hat falls off and hits the ground, or or if a tennis ball falls out of your pocket during a point, the point is replayed no matter what, even if there's no chance that you could have gotten to the ball. And this actually happened to this guy, Andy Murray, once. It was like he was in the middle of the thing, and like... And the ball was about to... It, it was like, he, clearly he wouldn't have gone to there. It was like one of those where you know it was like, it's over. Once they hit it. It's, I think it's called much. a winner. And so he just like... <laughs> yeah, like a winner. And I'm not saying he did it on purpose, but his hat happened to fall off at that moment. So they replayed it, even though he was literally 20 feet away from the ball and there's no okay, chance Okay, so I think gone. I know which one is the, is the truth now, but whatever. Okay, maybe I'm just I'm just okay, spouting yeah, The third one, the sport of cheese racing. So cheese racing is when um, it's a it's a real thing. Look it up. Um, it's in uh, I think it's in Scotland, but there's like this giant hill in this one city. There, there's like a Netflix episode on it. It was like weird, wacky sports. I remember this. Um, they have they have like a hundred something contestants lining up at the top of a hill. And they have this giant, like, life-size, like, human-sized wheel of cheese. And they roll it down this hill. And this hill is so steep. And the cheese just goes flying down the hill. And people try and run down after it. And the first person to catch the cheese wins. And it's so funny. The people just, like, tumbling (laughs) down. And so cheese racing, the sport of cheese racing, has the highest injury rate of any sport and an astounding 91% of the contestants injured in, call it, I call it a game, but round, whatever you want to call it. Because because it's like this, it's like this 30 degree hill, and you're just like, you're just tumbling down, you're running full speed after the cheese, and then you just tumble down as a snowball, and it's done for there. So, it is the highest um, injury rate, and astounding 91% of the contestants injured per cheese roll. I, okay... So those are my three. Which so the one first one the seems like it has to be the lie. Because that's just not possible. It's, n- it's not physically possible given the rule book. So I'm not even going to okay. entertain the other option. Have you, that one is the lie. Have you read the rule That book? one is the lie. Yes, I'm Are you sure about this? Okay. Are you, I mean, ser- think about it. Think about it. Just yes, think. I'm 100% sure. Are you yes. are you entirely sure? Okay. Now, okay, round over. I was trying to dissuade you from choosing that because I wanted you to think that I had given up. Because you Oh my god. It is it is it is actually possible to have an NFL game How? of 6 to 1. It's never never happened before. If a team scores a touchdown and then on the extra point 
the field goal is blocked and returned oh. for a touchdown. That, the other team gets the extra okay. one point. Six to one. No other scoring in the game. And it's a six to one Okay. Score. I actually it's did never happened um, before. Probably yes. never will okay. happen. But, the, but it's possible. possible to happen. Okay. Okay, I get that. Okay. What was the incorrect one? So that, yeah. The cheese oh, okay. is the incorrect one. I completely made it up. Although I kind of convinced myself the cheese racing has the highest. I, it might ever. actually because it says kind of dangerous. It might actually have. I I made up the ninety one percent. Um, what is the most injury prone sport? Oh, I guess it's basketball. Okay, that's surprising. You think it's it football? Most. What is the highest injury percentage? Well, maybe maybe know. basketball has the highest percentage, but football definitely has the worst injuries. And CTE. Nothing comes close oh, yeah. to CTE. Basketball has the highest percentage because you like yeah. tweak an ankle or you kind of like an elbow or something like that. So it's actually basketball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Okay, so... I guess so, I've lost, but... I mean, I was, wow. I guess so, but I, I guess I yeah, can so, with this. Okay, so... I get it right. If I could go two for two and you go zero for two, that is a statement that I am significantly better. Two truths, one lie. Okay. I don't know. Well, if anything, um, these ones are actually funnier than my previous ones. So, the first one okay. is Jason Williams used to play in the NBA. Um, he was drafted to the Phoenix Suns, right? But he kind of hated yeah. Phoenix because it was really hot and it was in the middle of a desert. He wanted to get traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, right? Yeah. But the thing was, the 76ers, basically, because he wanted to get traded to them, he had put on weight during the offseason, and the 76ers had heard about this, right? Kind of, um, so yeah. they wanted to see him in a workout. So Jason Williams was like, okay, he used to go to school in the area where they wanted to see him do a workout, right? It, he used yeah. to go to the elementary school. And he knew that the rims there were only okay. nine and a half feet tall. So he convinced the um, 76ers management to meet him at that elementary school, right? And yeah. when he got there, he asked the principal to let all the kids out and let them watch him um, do his workout. The thing was, he knew that the rims were only nine and a half feet tall. But the 76ers management did not. So, Jason Williams okay. proceeded to do absolutely insane dunks. 360 between the legs. You know, double windmill, you name it. Yeah. He was doing absolutely crazy stuff. And the 76ers management, according to them, left thinking that they had found the next Michael Jordan. <laughs> In reality, yeah. Jason Williams was playing on nine and a half foot rims. So it was not that impressive. And when he went to got to practice after they traded for him, he arrived fat and out of shape and barely played at all that season. And the 76ers uh, management always wondered after that what happened in that park. And now you guys know. But anyway, moving on to the next one, a slightly shorter okay. story. For those of you who live in LA, you know that LA traffic is really bad and it's no fun. Um, But... It could be a little worse yeah. than boring because 
as Kareem found out, um, and Kareem found this out one day, when he was driving to um, the old forum where the Los Angeles Lakers used to have their games. However, he lived pretty far from it, and I guess that he yeah. kind of mistimed when he should have gotten there because he got stuck in a traffic jam and actually missed the playoff game entirely. Okay, okay. I mean, that. I mean... Okay, so it's the 1980s, and maybe there's, like, a car accident or something. I mean, I feel like they used... I mean, nowadays, they get there, like, two hours before the game even starts. But back then, maybe they got there, like, 30 minutes beforehand, and, like, then they changed and, and yeah. started warming up. But, I mean, that that seems plausible. I mean, it's it's kind of tough to believe, but maybe that, that's yes. possible. That's plausible. Okay, so this one is also an interesting one. So Dave Cowens was a very interesting guy. He once, um... Missed the first two months of um, an NBA season to work as a worker, a minimum wage worker, I think, at a racetrack um, about 45 minutes away from Boston where he was playing instead of playing in the NBA, which is strange to say the least. Um, so he was an interesting guy. But um, there's probably no story um, crazier than when... So basically what happened was his friend... This is during the playoffs, by the way, at an off night. His friend was coming into town um, to visit him, and Dave Cowens was going to pick him up at the airport. But for some weird reason, instead of just taking his yeah. car to the airport, Dave Cowens decided he wanted to rent a cab to take his friend, um, to pick up his friend at the airport. He and his friend started, like, like you know, driving around the city, and he's sh- showing his friend around. But then he realized something. Yeah. I have a taxi. So why not be a taxi driver? So he kicked his friend out okay. and told him to go shopping for a few okay. hours. And he proceeded to be a taxi okay. driver, taking random people on rides. And keep in mind, this was during an off night of the playoffs. So let's just say that it's the playoffs one year. And you go into a taxi and LeBron is your cab driver. How would you feel then? It would be pretty weird. Yeah. But that's what happened with Dave Cowens. Um, and so those are my three um, crazy stories. Which one do you think is the lie? Okay. I think I know this. Okay. Okay? Here's my two-minute explanation. In the, first, in the first round, you had Charles Barkley ordered a pizza yes. mid-game. I mean, that's not that crazy. And that was your lie. Charles Barkley is this pretty big figure. You know, people know him. He's, you know, he's he's a character. I think you would have thought it's very plausible that um, he, could, yeah. he would have done that. Jason Williams, um, not only just doing dunks on a nine and a half foot uh, thing and getting traded to the Sixers because of that, you have this giant in-depth story about his elementary school and he... Uh, got the principal to cancel school so all the all the kids could watch him, and then um, he was fat when he went into the thing. He didn't even play for the season. I feel like that's true. Okay, and I have two things: playoffs and cars. And I know one of them is a lie because you have two things that are almost the exact same stories. I don't think those two are the same. And. I feel like, uh, and you took Charles Barkley as your lie, 
in the first one. He was he's a big name. He's a character. Kareem. Oh, although Kareem is not as big as a, of a character as. Um, oh no, Kareem is like the most solid guy in the NBA. Yeah, that's what I mean. Wait, I think you're. Tr- I think you're trying to get me to mess up here. Yeah, I'm going with my gut. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That no, you got it right again. See, this is my issue. There yes! are some crazy NBA stories, got it. and I just can't think of anything yeah. that crazy. I'm actually pretty proud of the Kareem one because that is a very believable one. That's crazy, but it's pretty believable. Yeah, that was that was your problem. See, I got the first one right. And that was believable, and then you went with another believable one. The two, see, you you probably should have made up more in depth stuff yeah, about exactly. Kareem. But um, see, you I just said, like, said oh, we should have said Kareem, and then Kareem he, um, was at his nephew's uh, birthday party, <laughs> and he got late to the or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you probably that that, that would have gotten yeah. me to, to reconsider. <laughs> um, you know, I did uh. In the sport of polo, which is like some random sport no one's ever heard of, you're not allowed to wear a blue and black striped shirt in honor of the great Adolfo Cambiasso. Like, yes. that's outrageous, right? Think about it. Like, no one's going to believe that, but we're we're doing this thing where it's like you're trying to get people to not believe. Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but but basically, I just went 2-0, and you just went 0-2. And, and to rhyme, you now have to move. No. Okay, I guess I'll just do one moo. I want a full no. ten seconds. I'm looking at the clock here. Moo. You can start. Moo. Now. Moo. 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 Oh wait, 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 no, no, no! I'm talking about a full ten seconds of like, just like okay. moo, like that. Moo. I was not that bad. <laughs> nice. Okay, not bad. Not bad. I'm sure our punishment slash prizes will a little be more, more, more embarrassing in yeah, the future. Yeah, we probably should have come up with a better one. But I was actually, I didn't. We should, we should think yes, of these before. That's probably a good idea. I feel like we could do this segment. I think it's a good segment. Often. I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah, okay. What's, I feel like there's another funny story. There's so many funny... Oh, yeah, so Spencer Haywood, Crazy Life. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah. I'll just say it right now. It's like another segment, but it's super interesting. Actually, wait, Asher. Sure. We have... We yeah, have wait, Asher. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Spencer Haywood um, led a very interesting life. Yeah, um... Okay, I, I think Jax is actually... No, 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 that's now. not true. Um... Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. So Spencer Haywood led an absolutely crazy life. Um. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yes, he did. So he was born, um, I think in Alabama. I think it was Alabama. It was either Alabama or Mississippi, Maybe. one of those states. And back then there was this thing called sharecropping, really awful. When yeah. slavery was abolished, um, for those of you that don't already know this, um. Basically, what happened was, unfortunately, um, African Americans that were in slavery, they didn't have the um, the means to, like, you know, get an education because they were um, in slavery for so long. Um, and people weren't exactly, uh, people back then were unfortunately still very racist. So they would, they would just, like, you know, segregate schools and it was hard for people to get an education. So what happened was, 
basically sharecropping came into existence. And what that was was um, our, um, people yeah, would bad. work on, you know, a plantation and basically their payment was food and shelter, which is what they were getting anyway with slavery. So it was the exact same thing. So slavery wasn't really abolished until sharecropping was. But anyway, so, um, so Spencer Haywood, um, so he was born to sharecroppers and he, so he and his brothers love playing basketball, right? So one day, um, so his brother Andrew, right? Yeah. Was, um, was very aggressive or whatever, right? And so, like, they, they would play, um, in, like, the dust with, like, um, like, they would play, um, and they had, like, no shoes on or anything, right? So, they, but, so they yeah. were playing, and one day, um, Andrew was, um, got really mad, um, at Spencer for whatever. He was like, oh, you suck, you suck, you suck. Like, they were on the same team, right? At the yeah. time, Spencer was 13. Spencer got so mad that he got a rebound, landed, and then went up and dunked. And at the time, nobody okay. knew he was even close to dunking. So everybody was absolutely shocked. And that's a pretty cool story in itself. But Spencer's story gets better. When he was a teenager, he showed a lot of promise as a basketball player. And his mom was like, we need to get you out of here so you're not funneled into sharecropping. So they, he, they sent him up to Detroit to live all by himself when he was like 15, 16, you know? He went to high school there. And then... At the time, there were USA Olympic basketball trials, right? Yeah. And so he was like, oh, this would be fun to try out for. You know, I'm one of the best players in the country. Um, you know, you know, I'll, 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 I'll try out. Um, I know I'm not going to make the team. I'm not that good. But, you know, I'll bring home, like, some cool, like, you know, merchandise that I get from it and show it off to my friends, right? He goes to the USA yeah. basketball trials, goes there, plays, right? And... Basically, as he says it, um, the coach of the team pointed to him and said, this guy right here is going to be the guy that leads us to the gold medal. <laughs> and Spencer yeah. could not believe it. He was like, me? He, he was like, there's no way I'm going to do that. And sure enough, he was the guy he that led the them to medal. the gold medal. So, nice. yes. So, um, that's pretty funny. Um... So, yeah, so, and then also, so he played for the AB, oh yeah, by the way, another thing, um, he wanted to go straight because he wanted to support his family, because they were not doing so well, obviously, they were sharecroppers, so he wanted to go to the NBA early, however, the NBA at the time required him to make four years, so he sued the NBA, and in the meantime, he went to the ABA, he sued the NBA, saying that somebody could not pre pre um, prevent somebody from getting a, a kid from getting a living, right? And he actually yeah. won. And that is the reason for the one-and-done rule today. So those players can thank Spencer Haywood for that. But anyway, he played the ABA in the meantime. Played really well. Then he went to the NBA. And he was a good player, but then... Led the league in scoring. What, yeah. Unfortunately, like, players... Like, many people were... Um, like So basically, cocaine was is an awful, awful drug. And now it was ravaging America and specifically the NBA at the time. Unfortunately, yeah. Spencer... Because at that time... At that time, Spencer didn't really know like all that much about cocaine because that's what that's what made it so bad. So many people didn't know how awful it was, so he got addicted to it. And his addiction became so bad that he could no longer catch the ball. So he had to put stick him on his hands to catch the ball, 
and players started complaining because the stickum was getting on the ball and ruining the ball. So at that point, I think at that point was when Spencer got in the tape measure argument. Um, and then he also passed out, I think, on the court due to an overdose in practice. He, f- he fell asleep during practice. Yeah, it was actually... They covered it up. I think it was he was actually passed out because of an overdose, and they hmm. it was like it was actually bad. Like like they were like like should we get him to the hospital or whatever? But anyway, so he um, left the Lakers. But the story does have a happy ending. He beat his addiction. He is now completely fine now, living a very good life. Um, so congratulations, to Spencer. One more thing that I forgot to mention because he, this guy just has a crazy life. Um, yeah, he I think was the first basketball player that Nike targeted. Right, Nike was like. Okay, um, we'll make like you a line of shoes or whatever. It was like, okay, cool. Um, and they were like, okay, in exchange, um, for you sponsoring us, you can choose to either take a hundred thousand dollars from us or ten percent of our company. At that time, Nike was a tiny little company, and they they were big, like 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 they had like they're like a one shop place or whatever, right? Like they, they had no they had nothing, right? So Spencer was like he was leaning towards taking the 10% in equity, but then his agent said to take the 100,000 because his agent would get a bigger cut of it if he took the 100,000. So he was like, okay, I'll take the 100,000. Then after signing Michael Jordan, Nike exploded. Guess how much that 10% is worth now? A billion dollars. Eight billion dollars, which would make him the richest player in NBA history by far right now. Wow. So crazy story. Crazy, nice. yeah, just crazy life. Spencer Hayward had. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, I'm looking over now. He sounds like a crazy. He, I mean, won an NF, uh, NBA t- title with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He was a four-time NBA All Star, Hall of Fame. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a, you know. Yeah. He's, he's had a very, very nice life, I guess. Yeah. Well, except for that one, you know, addiction part. Except but he got the, over it, so it's okay. Except for the five-year addiction to cocaine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's good now. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Yeah, so I think that'll do it for our show. We like to keep it around an hour and we're at 58 minutes. So, yeah, so that, um, that'll that do it for our show today. We talked about um, the NFC-AFC Championship games. We had an exciting new segment. Um, judging by how fun it was, I believe we're going to do more of that. So uh, just uh-huh. tell us, I don't know, any truth slash lies you have. Um, yeah. If, if you comment, maybe we'll... Maybe we'll use your truth and lie and, and try and decipher it. Yeah, that's a um, good idea. Yeah, but but anyways, yeah, so thanks thanks for listening. Um yeah, thank you. And this has been your weekly sports breakdown. Please tune in on Friday night slash Saturday night to um to hear what we have for that time. I don't know, I can't predict the future, but we're gonna do something then. So so long. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, see you later. Until next time, however other things you could say, I don't know. Bye. I don't know. Bye. Hey everyone, Asher here. Just wanted to say thank you for listening. You made it to the end of our show. Congratulations. Um, if you want, if you want to know whenever we upload a new podcast, just go over to Instagram and type in weekly underscore sports underscore breakdown to get a notification whenever you upload a new episode. And lastly, please make sure to leave a review down below and don't be afraid to give us comments on how we can improve our show or other things you think we could do. Until next time, this has been your weekly sports breakdown.